Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. We've got some for you today. We want to remind you, of course, that we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for our full hour-long Thursday episode drop. Join us this coming Thursday for a terrific story from Geraldine Buckley, who spent some time as the chaplain in the largest men's prison in Maryland and tells the stories of some of her adventures. They're funny, they're moving, they'll illuminate your understanding of human beings. And uh, we're excited to bring you that story in the next full hour-long episode of The Appleseed, a story called Tea in the Slammer. Uh, don't miss it. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined in the studio by our producer, Brian Tanner. Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey, it's great to be here. Tell us what we're going to hear on today's Appleseed Bite. So, you know me. I, you know, I come from a singing background, so I cannot <laughs> resist a story with some beautiful singing in it. Oh, and right, so yeah. uh, this one is called Kong Ding Love Story. Yeah. Uh, it comes to us from Motoko, and it's got some beautiful singing in it. Um, and I looked up the song, and it is an actual Chinese folk song. So yeah. It has a long history. Um, Motoko, of course, is a favorite here on the Appleseed. We yeah. featured her many times. Um, you could go back to season two, episode 11, to hear another Chinese tale from her, The yeah. Golden Eye of the Fighting Cricket. <laughs> right. Um, but this is a story. It's a love story, as, yeah. it, as it says in there. And um, it, it's a very beautiful story. But I, what I love about it is it um, is really about how important family is to us mm-hmm. and how even after a time of separation, you know, we just have pangs for mm-hmm. our family and those can motivate us to to, to do things. So as yeah. you're listening, think about the choices that the characters are making that lead them away from their family, but then look at also the things that help them come back. Right, right. Well, the story, Kangding Love Story from Motoko. Motoko, the wonderful storyteller and also mime. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see Motoko on stage, she's really as engaging to watch as she is to listen to. And of course, this experience, this audio-only experience is a terrific one too. Here's Motoko on the Appleseed. That was the song that a certain boy and a girl used to sing together whenever they got to spend time with each other. The boy and the girl lived in the same village away up in the hills in old China. And they basically grew up together and they always liked each other. So when they became the age for marriage, of course they wanted to marry each other. So the young woman went to her father to ask for permission. She said, Daddy, I think I'm ready to get married, and I want to marry my sweetheart. You know who he is. Is that all right with you? 
But then the father looked at her with sad eyes and said, No, my dear daughter, you cannot. But why not, father? Because our landlord wants you to be the bride for his son. He owns all our land. We had to say yes. So now you must marry the landlord's son. When the young woman heard this, she was heartbroken. She went straight to the young man she loved and told him the story. And the young man felt so dejected and so bitter that he decided to leave the village altogether. He would travel down the river toward the big city where no one knew him and start a new life all by himself. So he left the next morning without even saying goodbye to the young woman. He got in the boat and he rowed and rowed without resting or stopping for three days and three nights. At the end of the third night, he was exhausted. So he put down the oar and tied the boat to a tree on the shore. He lay down at the bottom of the boat and he was looking up at the starry sky, thinking about the woman he loved. When he could not bear the loneliness any longer, he started to sing. Then he thought he heard a faint voice singing the song with him. He got up and looked toward the shore, but all he saw was dark bushes. He said to himself, My ears are playing tricks on me. There is no one around here. He kept on singing. But there was no mistake. Somebody was singing with him. Am I hearing a ghost? Wait, this beautiful and familiar voice. Suddenly, the dark bushes on the shore parted, and the young woman he loved stepped out. Her clothes were all ragged, and her feet were bleeding from running through the forest. Sweetheart, what, what are you doing here? Well, you are the one who I love. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Please take me with you to the big city. The young man's heart leapt for joy. He took her hand and helped her into the boat. And together they rolled down the river to the big city. Once they arrived, they settled down. And they worked hard. And in five years, they had two children. They were raising a family. But during those five years, the young woman never wrote to her parents or corresponded with them in any way. One day, their children came home from playing outside and said, Mommy, how come all the other children have grandpas and grandmas, but we don't have one? When she heard the question, she started to cry. So the children went ahead and asked their father, and the father did not know what to say. The young mother said, 
I have been completely away from my parents' love and kindness for five years. It makes me feel so sad and ashamed. I understand, sweetheart, the husband said. Why don't we just all go back together and ask for your parents' forgiveness? There is no point in suffering like this. So this time, the whole family traveled up the mountain toward their home village. Their hearts were heavy because they did not know what to expect. So just to keep their courage up, they sang the song. When they arrived at the village, they went straight to the young woman's house. In front of the gate, the husband said, Why don't you all wait here for me? I'm going to go inside all by myself and ask for your father's forgiveness. The young man went inside the house, and there he found the old parents of the young woman sitting in the living room. He was struck by how much older they looked than before. Then he realized that they had been crying. The young man knelt down in front of them and said, Please, father and mother, forgive me. I ran away with your daughter five years ago. But now we are all back here to beg for your forgiveness and introduce you to your grandchildren. Then the old father looked at him in the most peculiar way and said, What kind of crazy talk is this? My daughter is with us right in this house. But she has been sick. She has been gravely ill for five years. She could not marry the landlord's son. She could not marry anybody. And now her life is about to end. The young man said, What are you talking about? Your daughter is right outside the gate waiting for you with your grandchildren. So the old father rushed outside the gate to see if his daughter was really there. And there she was. Meanwhile, the old mother rushed into the back room to see if her daughter was sick in bed. And there she was. But when the woman in bed heard the story, she rose and stood up. And she dressed herself in her finest clothes. And she put some makeup on. She looked really pretty. And she walked outside the house. There the two women met. And smiling, but without speaking, they stepped right into each other's body and became one woman. When the two women became one, the family became one. The young couple decided to stay in the village, and they all lived happily ever after. The story was Kangding Love Story, told for you by the storyteller Motoko. Uh, Brian Tanner brought us that story today. Brian, thanks for bringing that story to us. Yeah, and I, I love that ending. It's such a beautiful image of someone like becoming whole, mm. you know, step, stepping in and being able to overcome 
you know, the separation from her family. And, you know, when I listened to this, um, it reminded me of a recent experience where I went to the funeral of of a a good friend of mine from childhood, somebody that I Mm -hmm. hadn't seen in years. And uh, something that really surprised me at the funeral was the very first speaker was his dad. Hmm. And I was and he was and I was kind of surprised because he had had a major falling out with his dad. Huh. You know, there was a very bitter divorce that split the family. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how the day before he died from uh, my, my friend died from uh, heart failure, they had been. Uh, together on like a father-son weekend like they huh. went to like a fancy hotel they played golf they had a great time <laughs> and that that made me so happy to hear that they had reconciled with each other because yeah. i i knew that it had been decades of animosity between them mm. and i went up and talked to my friend's sister afterwards about that and i said i'm so glad that they reconciled and they said this last christmas um the the, the dad had remarried and the he and his new wife and and stepchildren had gotten together with with their family and they had had a joint Christmas. And they said and she just said, I don't know how it happened, but we we figured it out. We, hmm. we were all together. We were all a family. <laughs> and there were there was no uh, there were no bad feelings. It was just like, let's let's come together. Let's be a family again. It's been long enough. Huh. And it's so I was I was really happy that my friend got to have, you know, this this perfect Christmas together with his with his family and to be yeah. reconciled and that the families were able to come back together just like th- this woman is able to come <laughs> reconcile <laughs> w- with the family in sure. this way. Yeah. And then the family yeah. is, comes together again. Yeah. yeah. There are all kinds of reasons that we find to separate ourselves from each other, you mm-hmm. know, Uh uh, and maybe no reason at all is good enough reason to get back together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bringing that story to us. And of course, uh, 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 join us on Thursday for a full hour long episode of The Appleseed featuring a story from Geraldine Buckley, a wonderful storyteller who uh, spent some time as the chaplain in the largest men's prison in Maryland. And she tells stories about that time. You're going to hear one of them recorded live in the Appleseed studio before our terrific studio audience. And you won't want to miss it. That's on the next full hour-long episode of the show. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.